This is Spike Lee. You listen to the Nick of Time podcast. Yo, what's going on? This is the Nick of Time podcast, bringing you all that Nick's talk. Just Nick of Time. Edson is not here right now, as you can tell. The smooth sounds of Edson Sean is not available today, but we have me, <laughs> JLS, and we also have Ryan G in the building as usual. And <laughs> your boy Justice in the building again. Yeah, and Justin has been like here that. since way. <laughs> Probably like, mid-season, probably. Yeah, mid-season. He's coming back to bless us once yes. again. Yes, yes. Yeah, so no G&J show, so he won't make fun of Edson and, and Kathy for not being here today. Mm-hmm. Justin is here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, you yeah. pick up Kathy. We can't forget Kathy. Word. If you don't know what the G&J show is, then you missed you miss the, miss the great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go go back a few episodes to find out what the G&J show is. Yeah, hmm. kind of like back to like what, episode like 13 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> what episode are you guys up to now? Uh, 25? Oh, wow. Okay. You know, the G&J show, that was like episode like 18 or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, like wow. Way back. That was like the free agent, was that the free agent episode? No, I think that was a draft episode. Oh, that was a draft episode. Yeah, okay, draft, okay. Yeah. yeah, draft episode, yeah. yeah. So, so how, how y'all been so far? How you liking, what's, what's all your life? I mean, my life been good, man. I can't complain, I can't complain. <laughs> Pushing out those blogs, I see. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Who's the other cat you guys have doing it? I saw you got a young dude doing some of the blogs now. Oh, the, yeah. There's like a couple of them. Oh. oh yeah, we got we got like a whole squad of um of bloggers. That's we try, what's we up. trying to build, man. That's what's yeah. up. I was thinking about it on my way over here. You guys went from the podcast to being like a legit. Nick's page spreading we, the news. We trying, man. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. And your followers are up too. We getting it. Oh, yeah. Three thousand. I saw that. <laughs> I we still that. small fry. Nah, we man. With fifty thousand. Nah, man. But y'all, y'all come a long way, man. Y'all come a long yeah, way. Coming up though. That's what's up? Move on up to the east side to the deluxe apartment in the sky. sky. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> let's hope the Knicks can move up to the east side too. Yeah. Work, yeah. boyo. For everybody listening too, if you want to go to an NBA game. Come to us. Go to our website, nickatimepodcast.com. Also, Summer League is still going on. You can get Summer League tickets on our website, nickatimepodcast.com. Also, I think there's some WNBA games still going on. If you want to get those, right. go to Liberty. Right. The nickatimepodcast.com. Those are more entertaining than some male dudes, some male teams. So. <laughs> Word. Really, any anything that's happening at Madison Square Garden, you can go to our website nice. and cop those tickets. If you really want to support us. And he was gonna go there anyway. He might as well go to us. Now I'm saying, right. show us some love. Exactly, and you know you can always get the usual stuff like t-shirts and stuff like that. So we got kicks. And get that oak items, shirt. Get that oak know. shirt. Get that oak shirt. We got we got mad products. Anyway, back to the business. Nick's mm. business because there's. I feel like mad stuff happened and didn't happen at the same time. It's, it's a glorious weird. day today. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very. I'm I'm very excited. Today I, I woke up in a good mood. Well, I didn't wake up in a good mood, but when I got up, I saw on Facebook that the Knicks were gonna have a press conference at two o'clock, and I was very excited yeah, about that. Yeah, man. But it does seem like we have a press conference 
every year Pretty at much. this point. I mean, we, we, we recycle GMs like Sheesh, man. Like white sneakers, actually. GMs, <laughs> coaches. Like, we don't do white sneakers. Like, I get white kicks every year. Shoot, man. <laughs> Very true. It's like that kid that goes to school every year. You got to get them white shoes. You got to stay fresh. We got to stay fresh with GMs, and we got to stay fresh with sneakers. Man. <laughs> we, got, we, we also got to stay fresh with players because there's been big player turnover every season. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got you know, to get a fresh eight players. Surprisingly, <laughs> and thankfully, this is the first year in a while that, doesn't, that hasn't happened. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it might not happen yet. Well, well, to a degree. To a degree. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, we still have the court. We, well, we still have a, a good core of our team as opposed to last year where most of them were gone. So yeah. far, but you, you you just don't know what's going to happen. There's Very some true. big pieces coming. Very and, true. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up. Mm. <laughs> because speaking of pieces, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of things we got to talk about today. One of them is the Carmelo trade rumors. Mm. Yeah. But within the Carmelo trade rumors... The Knicks are trying to pull off some magic and actually bring in s- some point guards. They wanted to trade for um, her Eric Bledsoe. That's a good look. Which is eh, it could be a good look depending on how you look at it. So what do, what do you think about the possibility of Eric Bledsoe coming to the Knicks and that rumor? Well, first of all, I. I I believe that the Knicks did things backwards, but I'm going to get to that later when we bring up topic about Scott Perry being, you know, signed oh, as a yeah. GM. Oh, yeah. We the Chris, we, we the Chris Cross <laughs> of, the, of, of the NBA. We hmm. do everything backwards. Exactly. <laughs> but bringing in Eric Bledsoe to me would be a good look because, again, Jeff Hornacek, he's familiar with Eric Bledsoe because he coached them when he was in Phoenix, which I think is a good look. And I feel like if you are going to trade Carmelo Anthony away, you might as well get some score and pop in return. And Eric Bledsoe can definitely provider from the backcourt so I have to disagree with that oh even though I do like Eric Bledsoe he's a very good point guard yeah I am all for having Frank Nidalekina Nidalekina is that how you say his name Nidalekina Nidalekina we got a lot of practice on young Frank (laughs) young Frank I'm 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 gonna go to Scott Perry method and say young Frank yes and uh I, I want him to start and I would rather see an older veteran point guard mm-hmm. be more of a mentor backup role rather than having a starting point guard take his place. I'd rather see Frank start. Now, well, this is where I disagree with that because I feel as if, you know, as um, as said on Martin and Stephen A. Smith has said it many times also, Frank right now, his breath is smelling like Similac. He's he said the right same now. thing about Porzingis. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with Justin. He don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, Steve Smith. Your, your track record is a little funny right now. <laughs> not, not that he has a bad track record. Anybody <laughs> can say that because how they're many, from Europe. How, how many championships has he predicted in the last eight years? Six, well, six, six years? he's been he's been wrong on pretty much everyone except for except for this one. Um, was pretty exactly, obvious. exactly. He had but <laughs> but I mean, the kid is just 18 years old. I, I don't want to put so much pressure on him from the beginning and be like, yo, throw him out there, you know, and have him start immediately. Like, I'd rather bring him in slowly and have a veteran point guard for now, you know, man the troops on the court or whatnot, just have Frank learn off him, come off the bench, and, you know, and give, and give him, like, a good, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes a game. See, here's here's my thing. I'm kind of a little bit with both of y'all. Hmm. I'm, 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 I flip-flop, and, then, and here's why. Okay. Now, on one, um... With, with Melo gone, we probably would need some scoring pop. Mm-hmm. And Eric Bledsoe had a career year last year 
um, ignore the only 66 games he played last year, mm-hmm. but he had he averaged I think career highs between points and assists, and he actually sh- his three point shot and shooting got a little bit better also, and the best part of all about the best part about that is he did it all in not a contract year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like usually when you see players ball out, Tim Hardaway Jr. You see it happen in like a contract year. Or they were in the Olympics. Or <laughs> that was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and you kinda of question like, okay, did he play really good because it's a contract year? Right. Or he just like really balling to get better. Right. And you've seen it happen a few times where they play good in that contract year, and that next year, trash. They get, get all that money, yeah. and they play like shit. But I want to make a point. What if Frank w- went to college at Duke? Do you think he would be starting this year? Rather, no. th- rather than you don't think so. You know what? We've had that debate here too. Like the the the, the, the players in Europe, they don't get that that burn when they're eighteen, nineteen. So mm-hmm. true. There's a possibility. Like really. But the European League is a lot tougher than being in college, right? Yeah, it is. But it they also is. don't get a lot, as much opportunity, so it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword. Right. Yeah. But the, also, there's, there's one thing that we have to take into consideration. Um, you know, Frank hasn't played in summer league. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. So, so he's. It was the knee, the lingering mystery. knee injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He's even more of a mystery. Like I remember us having the same type of conversation when uh, KP was drafted. Did he play in summer league at all? Yeah, he, he did, did play in summer league, and okay. the coach kind of got familiar with him in summer league, right. and he mentally got like more what's the word comfortable mm-hmm. with him even starting him. Right. So even though they didn't know what the hell he was getting, I feel like the comfort level started. So I, I really wish that he played more in summer league so we knew how he would compete against right. other college levels and see if he's, is he really that much better or right. that much further, how much farther along is he? Yeah. So it's still a lot of unknown. So, which is why yeah. I'd be more comfortable by bringing in a veteran point guard and have him man the ship and just have Frank learn off him. Because right now it's like, even though I believe in Frank, I didn't see him playing summer league, so I'm clueless right now. You Either way, mean? he'll probably be starting at the end of the season anyway. And, and you say, okay, that, and that's the, this is the other thing I'm concerned about. Because Justin and everybody else is assuming that he's going to start. Mm. But Jeff Hornacek, a few weeks ago, said that he views Ron Baker as a starting point guard. So now... Huh? Yeah, yeah. El Presidente. El Presidente. Because he... First of, of all, dude got eight million dollars. I'm still shocked about that. Oh my god, yo, he definitely, yo, we definitely jumped the gun. We outbid ourselves on that. Ru- who Ron was Baker it? Contract. Who who was it that also Seriously. got eight million? Was it uh, was it Rudy Gay? No, Justin Holiday to the Bulls. Guy. Justin Holiday, yeah. Justin no, Holiday but there was there was it it was like kind of like a big time play that got like eight million. Jamal Crawford got eight million. Oh, Jamal oh, yeah, Crawford, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight point two million. But that was that was, and we outbid ourselves for that on that Ron Baker eight million. Right. So don't get off. Oh, that combined. Steve Mills, I mean, I mean, really? You that combined. You like throwing away money, man. I mean, Shit. we we outbid ourselves with Tim Hardaway Jr. Also, like <laughs> really, I'm kind of tight because Steve Mills. You outbid ourselves twice. We, I feel like we overpaid ten about ten million dollars for Hardaway, Hardaway, yeah. and we overpaid about four million dollars. For Ron Baker, ten million plus four million is fourteen million. Right. Fourteen million will get us somebody else. Well, a good point guard. Is a pre- exactly. You probably right. could get a starting point guard for fourteen million. But uh, Steve Mills did say today 
that around 16 million is the average for a starting two guard in the league. Right, and it's prime. But we we looking at okay. we looking at. I know we derailing a little bit from the Eric Bledsoe conversation, right. mm-hmm. but we were looking at um Rondo and Derrick Rose, even though you know. If you listen Either to podcast, you know we're not high on Derrick Rose right now. Nope. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would never be high on that dude again. I, I already got. I already my offensively. He did good defensively. He played speech, well. And his knee. And I don't trust. He don't him. play defense, and he I, can't I shoot. I say every episode. I don't trust his knees. I don't trust his knees. I don't trust his knees. I don't trust. His, I don't trust anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of New York. Yeah, don't come back. Don't uh, come back because my, I see. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I see the same thing with him as I see with Joe Kim Noah. Two mm-hmm. old dudes that just gonna take up a bunch of money. Get out of here. <laughs> go go play with Tom Thibodeau or something. But yeah, but even so, I feel like we could have had enough money for a point guard if we managed our money a lot better. Right. Yeah. But back to the Bledsoe thing. Point guard. <laughs> point guard should have been first priority. But I'll get I'll get back to that later. I I appreciate I appreciate. We drafted a point guard. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, with I it. might I might be on like a half and half situation where you know what maybe we sh- maybe we just see what Frank has. Right. And then if things don't work out, or you feel like maybe he's not gonna come along, is is too much for him? We maybe we trade for a point guard in like December. I don't know. That might be my stance right now. It's not like we have much to hope I for. Mean, because I feel like if Ron, if Jeff Hornacek is planning on giving Ron Baker the starting spot and and Frank at the t- coming off the bench, if we get a third point guard, how many minutes is Frank really going to get? And we want him to develop. Well, I think well my argument for that is because I've written a blog in it. I think Hornacek is going to go to three guard sets, and if he does go to three guard sets, then there's going to be time for. You f- time for your guards, you know, so three-point guards can't work out where everybody gets some type of playing time. The Knicks should try to go back to playing small ball if they keep mellow. They should try to go back to playing small ball if they keep mellow because you got Tim Hardaway, put him at the three, put Courtney Lee at the two, f- start Frank, put KP at the five at some point. You don't have that doesn't have to be a starting lineup every game. Mm-hmm. Right. But at some point... You know, if, if you're playing a particular team, you can play small ball. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It's like, it's the thing is, do I, I know we could play small ball. Do we, do we prefer to play small ball? Defensively, would we, that be smart, though? Or do Exactly. Or do yeah. we just want to, or it's like, or do we want big guys who can play small ball, but they're big and have small guard, ball right. skills? Right. I mean... I don't know, I mean... It, it's tough because, I mean, if, if you're going to have Melo and Tim Hardaway doing it in the same lineup, that's two defensive liabilities right there. Even though I do think Melo does defend better in the post... Melo's he, too he, damn he, slow. He does, he does defend power forwards better than small forwards. Definitely. But I still think, you know, it's like you have two defensive liabilities in at the same time. That might that might hurt the defense a bit. And that brings me to Eric Bledsoe, back to Eric Bledsoe as well, as um his defense. Now... There was a few years where he was a top defensive guard. Hmm. Uh, he was, I think, he was ranked like number three in defense one year, and number eleven. And then last year he slipped to fifty six. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, which is still better than Derrick Rose. <laughs> now, now would that be a test to the coaching change? And that's the thing. I, I, I. It's it's the way the Suns play ball. Though. Yeah. If you watch if you watch the Suns play ball, they play up and down, up and down. They just they just believe in outscoring opponents. Yeah. So I feel like it's coaching. Like if he was if that man was able to be top three and top eleven, yeah. then I feel like it's either coaching or he didn't trust the system or 
this used to bad you all together. You know, sometimes when you, if you're a defensive guy, and everybody else around you isn't playing defense, you might get frustrated and <laughs> you might slack off a little bit. So I think it all depends on team. So True. I think that could turn around if he's brought to the Knicks. It could. I mean, you know, Kurt Rambis will probably, you know, get him in there and, you know, ton of defensive schemes. Kurt Rambis needs to go. <laughs> he, too, can get the <laughs> guy to New York. Kurt, Peace. Dude. Out. Get out. Get that man out of here, yo. I hope y'all sense the sarcasm in my voice as I said it. Yeah, that was sarcasm. <laughs> you didn't know. We trashed that man every podcast. This guy. Tra- I'll play him for his contract. <laughs> dad, That's for real. He needs to cut that, that hair too. Kurt. Cut that hair too, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Been bald since since oh. the Showtime Lakers. Come on, bro. Oh, let it go. Oh man. Let him guess. Yes, let him go. Yeah. Let him go. Show. He should have been gone with Phil. So so vote for now. Uh, Justin, you for starting Frank. Start Frank. I'm for bringing in a veteran point guard to man the ship and let Frank bring Frank in slowly. I'm I'm for see what we got. You know what I'm saying? December right. make a decision. Right, okay. That's what I'm for right now because I don't know what the hell Frank's gonna give us. I have hope for you, Frank though. I mean I'm a realistic Knicks fan. We've sucked for years, so it's not like we have much to hope for. If we if we have a losing season this year, can you be surprised? Not really. All right, so d- let the dude start. And Come guess on. what? I mean, worst case scenario, Phil Jackson, the one thing he's done right, and the one thing that Steve Mills has not done has done right so far, he hasn't given away any first round picks. Right, and he yeah. mentioned that today we have all of our first round picks, which is excellent. So you know what? See, was we do a little test month, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Run our offense, our right. defense, and see what happens. We're young Frank right. and the rest of the yes. crew. Just a, just a quick little side note. I, we were talking about the, the Nike uniforms earlier. Can we please bring back the orange uniforms? And, do, and don't make the point about the, the, the jinx and the superstition shit because the Knicks suck. It has nothing to do with the uniforms. They just suck. Nah, that Knicks team should have done much better than it did, though, that season. Oh, because we, we were coming off like a fifth. We, that was the season when we were coming off like a 54-win season, right? Injuries, yeah. though. It's a lot of injuries that year. I don't know, man. Burn that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring back the burn uniform. Or, or give us a black. Give us some kind of cool alternate Nike. Nah, man. We're going to treat that thing like a battered, like a battered relationship. We're going to burn all the evidence and pictures man. of Phil. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Yes, burn all the pictures of Phil. <laughs> yeah, true that. And, it, that. and that picture with him on IG with his feet up. <laughs> you see a picture with it? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man. Phil with his feet up. With no worries. Do, do you think he really wanted the job? And was he purposely trying to get fired? I think I think he really wanted his job because he saw the money that was being thrown at him. Mm. He saw that twelve mil per year and he was like, you know what? I need to take this job. Oh man. <laughs> I'm I'm not surprised at that. I think so. yo, at first I thought at first I didn't think so, but now Since he got know, his feet like, up. I hear the story, when you hear the story I mean, I'll have my feet up too if I got I mean Yeah, true that. Just just to be I might be petty. I got fired. I ain't worried. I got sixty million. I'm on the beach. For real. So what if I got fired? <laughs> like, <laughs> I might. Very true. I might be just like Phil. Very you. true. It's like it's like yo. I'm in no rush to find a new job. Do like, you pretty do much. your job while you have it? Though. And I'm seventy million years old. Like, come on, I'll do the same thing. Like, whatever. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> but yeah, yo, back to the back to the point guard talk though. Um, Eric Bledsoe wasn't the only point guard in the news or in the rumor report. 
it was also rumored that we were actually looking at Brandon Knight as well. Hell no. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you want to wait? Did you, can, can I get the question out, though? Can I? I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. do you think of? Hell no. Oh. I saw it I saw it like the other day they did a compilation I think House of Highlights on him getting dropped Yo, and dunked Knight on he's the yeah. king of embarrassment I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> not even a knight he's a king he got upgraded like there's been some some tapes on him doing some embarrassing missing layups and woo he, he's a Shaq he could be a Shaq and a fool legend really he's a He's worse than JaVale. Oh. He's worse than JaVale. Oh, wow. Come on. But, yo, there was a time. JaVale has a ring. Well, well yeah, that's true. JaVale does have a ring. He, he kind of rode the coattails, but still. But he played <laughs> good minutes, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he was productive. Yeah, he played decent minutes. Brandon yeah, Knight, uh, not I, so I, much. I still remember when DeAndre Jordan. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was bad, oh, damn. man. <laughs> That was probably worse than uh, LeBron on um, what's his name? We, Jason we, Terry. Are we holding that against him? Everybody gets embarrassed a little in the NBA. Nah, not not like that. Not like nah, that. Like, like he should have known better. He should have saw like you know what? I'm in the I'm in the lane right now. DeAndre Jordan's about to dunk it on me. Why am I here? I'm a point guard. Why am I here? Why am I in the lane right now? Let me get the hell out of there. All right. I mean, since everybody's against Brendan, Kyrie I killed be, him. I, I gotta be devil's advocate once again. Everybody's no, no, Randy, no, 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 no. But listen, he was borderline all star once in the, once once upon a time. What year was? What team was that? It was the Bucks, you know, before he got to the Phoenix. I mean, okay. granted, I don't. I mean, he got traded. That was Jason Kidd era, right? Yeah, he got traded, but you know. Little some flashes. He was able to shoot three little good. He was mm-hmm. he was hitting some assists at some point. There was a time when Brandon and I had some potential. You looked at him, you're like, yo, there could be something here. And then, yeah. you, and then you know, he was behind Bledsoe. He, he was part of that 50-something game uh, mm-hmm. uh, win season for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hornacek seemed to unlock the keys with, with Brandon and, and, and Eric Bledsoe when he was in Phoenix. So I can see why the Knicks might look at him. Hornacek might be pushing. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but I would much rather see him unlock the keys to Bledsoe than unlock the keys right. unlock the uh, keys tonight. To be real about it, I, I kind of I feel you. I'm just playing devil's advocate because no one else wants to. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of agree with y'all. I mean, we've already, we've already had a Brandon on the team. We saw how that worked out. I want I want no more Brandons on the team. No more Brandons. No more Brandons. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's a free agent. though. we can bring him back. Let's not. Nah, let's, let's not. not. And that, say we did. That, that ship sailed. <laughs> you, know, you know the funny part is? I feel like he might want to be back on this squad. Yeah. I feel like he might want to be back because he didn't have the freedom. He has, he had, he had like a little. He, he has we don't want him. He has some chemistry with KP. Yeah. And when Willie. But he's going to have to kiss his. He's going to have to kiss ass of the Knicks fans, though. For, yeah, yeah, you're for right. About welcome back. I was so first, I mean, huh? He quit on us. He quit on us, man. You blocked us, Brandon. You blocked us. We didn't forget that. He quit on us, man. We didn't forget that. For those of you who don't know, Brandon Jennings blocked us on Nick Time Podcast. He did. Instagram page. He did say something about that. For real. Yeah. After we supported that, man. We what supported up? you. Biatch. All my life we had to. No. But we were supporting him for real, though. Yeah. And he played us. So he blocked every well, Pretty from what you know, guys know he blocked. Yeah, most. we did. Yeah, yeah he, we, we why did. though? 
He, he, got he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. That's why. Knicks fans he, probably getting he knew at him. Knicks fans were going to get on his ass. Knicks right. fans are probably getting at him from the I mean, I mean, I understand the reason why he left because right. of all the turmoil that was going on. But at the same time, though, it was like, yo, you didn't have to block all those Knicks pages and things like that. It's not like, yeah. Nick, it's not like, it's not like Knicks fans yo, were disrespected. Yeah, we was I mean. for you, son. That's like, what I'm saying. I was very excited when he got picked up by yeah. the Knicks. But, ah, uh, he's, ah. Uh, you hold the ball too long, dude. <laughs> No, he didn't hold it. He had no. He didn't hold the ball. He passed the ball. He actually was leading the assist. It was actually telling him to pass the ball less at some point. Mm. But you know what? He he did chuck. He had some questions. Inconsistent shots. jump shot. Yeah. Inconsistent jump shot. But we don't care. He's not on the team anymore. He's not on the team anymore. I know there was some rumors that we might be looking at Darren Williams. Oh hell no. No. Nope. Stay in Cleveland, buddy. Yeah. And Burke and. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. What happened to Trey Burke? Cleveland signed Cody Powder on though, so there's no need for Darren Williams anymore. I'm just saying. Darren Williams is better than Jose Calderon. Well, no, man, when you got beat up, when you got beat up by Jose, you know what? That Jose, says something. I don't know. You know what? You know what though? You know what Jose? You know what thing about Jose? He's, can he still shoot? Because that's one thing he can still. He shoot. seems like a really nice guy. Darren that's Williams was thing. able to shoot at one point, but I don't know. Yeah, he was bricking in the finals. <laughs> as long as he can shoot, he can't play D though. That's for damn sure. Nope. <laughs> he, he looks like an old man. Like, Darren Williams was really that dude back in the day. When he first got to New Jersey, Yeah. he back was in the, the day. man. Yeah, that was like four years ago. Yeah. That was longer than that, was it? When he was with the Jazz, he was killing, but... And then he, the Nets, well, maybe not four years ago, my man. Yeah, maybe more well, like six. Yeah, 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 more like six. <laughs> he, he really went from top five point guard, Olympic champion, to like a bench warmer, Pretty can't much. find a job. Yo, very fast too, man. Yeah, yeah. that was extremely fast. That happened. Very that disappointing. Crazy. Very he disappointing. Just, he just fell off a cliff. But we don't care because he was a part you, of the Brooklyn Paint jobs. Right. We don't like them anyway. Word. Jeremy Lin. Y'all gonna make the playoffs? I heard. Lies. <laughs> he was drunk. That, that was a drunk. Jeremy Lin said he's gonna drunk make the playoffs. Tweet. Oh my god. Jeremy Lin, I just have a question for you, man. What were you smoking? What were you drinking? Can I have some of that, please? Uh, it must be good. Nah, you don't, we, we, don't need, we don't need you on whatever he's on, bro. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need you coherent. Yeah, that's true. Because I might start saying Nick's going to win the championship next year. <laughs> yeah, man. You control the blows. We can, we can, we can go all left. You yeah, puff with, it, with Jeremy Lin's puffing. Yeah, true that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeremy Lin, I'll take that back. <laughs> oh, man. If Jeremy Lin is puffing, you know D'Angelo Russell's going to record that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you wrong for that. Uh, <laughs> wrong. Take that man's phone away. They just get stitches. <laughs> Black that man's account. Oh man! All right, all right, all right. We all love on basketball tangents, but it's all good on the guitar mm. podcast. Anyway, um, rumors and rumors and rumors and rumors. It's all happening. Point guards are being going left and right, so we're looking for some in trades. And um, you know what? We're looking for a metal trade to happen after all this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There was reports coming out. The Knicks. The Knicks are at the two-yard line. The metal trade's about to happen. Watch out. Interception. Scott Perry. Yes, all of a sudden, after being at the two-yard line for about a week and a half, it the metal trade It wasn't paused. a week and a half. It was like two days. <laughs> I'm, exagger- I'm black. I got to exaggerate. <laughs> <laughs> After being two on after the trade being so close for so long, it didn't happen. Gotta be honest with you, I was waiting. Like whenever I would get an alert, I would be waiting for it to say Bleacher Report, 
make some trade to come Melo Anthony to the Rockets. Yo, everybody yeah. was waiting, man. And I'm the biggest Melo fan out there. And I want dude to be on the Knicks, but I, I want to see him have success. Yeah. Somewhere. I know I sound like Phil, but I really <laughs> wanna see I really wanna see the dude have some success because a lot of Knicks fans don't appreciate him and the New York media definitely doesn't appreciate him. No. So I wanna see Melo have some success. If it's with the Knicks or with the Rockets or whatever. So you feel like you, you, you were disappointed in the pause. You feel like you know the trade shit would No, I I wasn't because when I, I read that and and I saw you guys had posted that they might want to incorporate him back into the franchise, I was happy about that because I want to see Melo have another year. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Knicks try to have another year with Melo, maybe reconcile. We got a new GM. So maybe his plan and his vision, his work ethic, the way he treats Melo will make Melo want to resign. I'm going way out of pocket right, right now. Right. But <laughs> I'm a Melo fan, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best for Melo, you know. And the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Melo fan myself. You know, Melo's my boy and everything. You know, but I understand it from Melo's point of view too, because it's like, okay, when Phil Jackson was here, you were trying to trade me by the trade deadline. I didn't want to leave. Right. You know, so then, okay, so I was like, all right, fine. I see y'all trying to push me out of town. So I finally decided, okay, I'm going to wait my no trade clause. Send me to Houston where I got my boy CP3, got right. my boy Harden. All happy and stuff, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Got me hyped. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, Phil Jackson's finally gone. The main guy was trying to get me out of town. He's finally gone. Word. Steve Mills is the interim GM at the time, interim president of basketball operations. And then he's still trying to trade me. So it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's like... So it's like okay, so okay, so the main guy that wanted me gone, he's gone now. You and y'all still trying and to you trade still trying to get rid of me, like yeah, oh like, man, then, no and then, respect. And then, and then it's like then you want me to you know to do a one eighty and be like I'm gonna stay. Like I understand Melo's point of view here and why he's trying to push for the trade. Like I understand it. Yeah, like for those of you who don't know, it's come out. It's also come out in the rumorville that Melo is still wants to be traded to the Rockets and he still expects himself to be traded. So. It seems like it didn't change, and um, I'm kind of with with, with y'all right with, with Ryan right now. Like, you know what? There's there's really two ways to think about this right now. There's the Knicks perspective, and the Mellow perspective. Right now, if I'm Mellow, and I'm at the two yard line, I'm I'm thinking I'm going, and I'm like, yo, we haven't won in years. Uh, for the Phil Jackson is crapping on me every chance he gets. My boy Chris Paul is on the other side. I've been doing camps with Chris Paul before Chris Paul was even Chris Paul. So we have a history of a friendship. Uh, they winning games. I'm excited. I'm excited to get the hell out of New York. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I, I try to drive me out. I'm excited. So I would be pissed to read something like you're trying to integrate me back into the friendship. Hell, get me, the, get me out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> get me the, send me, send me the door. Like, that's how I feel if I was mellow. Yeah. But if I'm the Knicks, and, and look, I don't know if everybody, have you been following the trade rumors? Yeah. So, it seemed like the Knicks are trying to trade Melo to the Houston Rockets. Right. And then, they were trying to get a contract in return. They were trying to get see what pieces they can get. And one of the pieces that um, they the Knicks were rumored to get back was supposed to be Ryan Anderson. That but, contract sucks. Right, the contract sucks. But we didn't want Ryan Anderson back, so they was trying to get involved another team, right. which was uh, the, the, the Portland Trailblazers. And it seems like they was going back and forth with no real traction. 
I had seen something well, where it, it said, like, and it seems like they, the Knicks didn't, the Knicks weren't getting what they wanted. Right, but I had seen something where it said the Knicks. Some reporter had posted, I think, uh, New York Knicks freak that page. I, I don't remember the name correctly, but uh-huh. they had said something about the Knicks are reported to be getting a lot of young talent back, and Knicks fans will be pleased with what they get. I don't think that was accurate. I felt like mm. that was a rumor. Because okay. if that was the case, they would have pulled the trigger. Right. Yeah, and also, I was watching ESPN earlier today and on NBA Jump. I think it was AJ Wojnarowski. Like, he's like the main NBA insider or whatnot. And right. He, and he actually said that the, the Knicks and the Rockets were trying to involve the Blazers into the mellow trade, but the Blazers did not want to take part in it because the Blazers don't want to do anything to help out the Rockets. Right. If anything, they'd rather get mellow for themselves. Right. Exactly. And that is the problem. And that and so if I'm looking at from Mellow's perspective, I'm pissed. If I'm looking from the Knicks perspective, I'm pulling back out of this trade. Yeah. Like I'm not trying like I'm not taking no big contracts. Right. If we need other team involved to get it done and, and and they're going to pull out, and I want to get crap in return, mm-hmm. I pull out too. So if I'm, like, as far as Knicks organization goes, mm-hmm. it's an actual smart move to pull out. Right. Yeah. But Think about it. How many superstars get traded and you get good value in return in the last couple of years? Paul George, they got crap for him, the Pacers. Yeah. Right. They got Aladipo. Who else did they get? Um, the, the, the rookie Sabonis' son. Right. Yeah. Jimmy Butler trade. Garbage. So, so it's like... If you if you pull back and look at it, like it's a good move by the Knicks, and we kind of even predicted in the, in the podcast that Phil Jackson's drove driven Carmelo's trade value down right. so much that it's gonna be hard to move him. Right. Yeah. So it might be in our best interest to wait. As far as a bu- business wise, it might be in our best interest. But also within that, you have to think about injury. What if dude gets injured? You know, right before the trade deadline or in the beginning of the season. It's still, I mean, that's still a chance you have to take. Right. But the other the other part is the chemistry. Right. Because, you know, even though it makes sense for us business-wise, it can still backfire. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a disgruntled, pissed-off superstar yeah. in your organization, right. it can cause trouble. Jimmy right. Butler. Um, I, I didn't want Roger Rondo. On the squad for that reason, right? Um, He's he, not a superstar, though. I mean, I mean, but he—you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I just have to say that because it's causing like problems him. with Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't want every, a lot of organizations. Every organization he's been, he's called problems. So right, that's so, why they want him on the Knicks. <laughs> exactly, but now I changed, I changed my mind. But you know, that's either here or there because he signs the Pelicans. Yeah, well, they can they can have him. But that's 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 gonna be a huge a huge problem for us. Even right. though it's a good financial move, or I didn't even think about that. Business wise, right. it could backfire. Right. And if I was mellow, if I'm mellow, tri- get me the out of here. I'm already, I'm already old. Right. Mm-hmm. My years are ticking. It's obviously going through a youth movement because even after it was gone, C Mills goes. We want to go young. We right. go athletic. And we want to play defense. Yeah. So I know you're not looking at me. So why I don't want to waste my time playing here till February. Mm-hmm. Right. So this uh, is this is basically the same thing that happened with Bernard King, right? Oh, uh, I would have to go to the archives for that. Yeah. Because man. Patrick Ewan was drafted, King was there for a couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. And he was the man in New York. Right. You know, right. he got traded out, and then they drafted uh, that point guard that won the dunk contest. 
And in the 90s, they, they took off. So. I kind of feel like it happens to a lot of older stars sometimes. Right. Like Patrick Ewing, they wanted him to come off the bench at one time. Right. And they ended up shipping him to, to the Sonics. Yeah, but the Knicks got worse after him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good after him. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. They actually got better after uh, Bernard King. Well, yeah. Patrick Ewing, they wanted him to take a lesser role and they want to do that. Now, I kind of have a feeling that they would want Mel to do the same as well if they even wanted to keep him, but that's not going to happen. At this point, you can't do that because I don't think Melo is, was, is as old as Ewing was. Ewing was probably really late in his 30s at that point, right? I, right. I, think, I believe I don't remember exactly. Melo's 33. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. He's I don't remember still... Exactly. Melo can he still give 30, you 20, 25-plus. He can still give you 20. Right. Yeah. But he's not going to play that much defense at this age, at this speed. Right. But you know what? This brings us into another era because some people are saying that you know what some people are saying we backed out because we didn't get the trade features which I think that could be be a factor yeah yeah. but there's also another reason um the Knicks hired new GM Scott Perry Scott great Scott Scott Perry that's a good look yes very good look for the Knicks. Stole him from the Sacramento Kings. Now, think about this. After, like, three months? Yeah. Scott <laughs> Perry was working for he the Kings. He did his thing out there, though, man. He did his thing out there. He did. Yeah, man. He, 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 he. We gave him. Oh, sorry. Oh, my fault. Well, I was just saying that he signed Zach Randolph to the Kings. Yep. Signed George Hill. Yep. Vince Carter. Yeah, Vince Carter, too. Good signing, even though he, he's, like, 47. He still can shoot threes. Yeah. And Boy, he can play, though. And he drafted De'Aaron Fox, which is, which a lot of people predict he's going to be an all-star point guard in the future. So I mean, he did a lot of good moves within his 3 months with the Kings. So he's looking he's looking he's looking promising. Yeah. Now, it hasn't all been good for for Mr. Perry. <laughs> but that, it, <laughs> that that Orlando Magic stint. Yeah, that last 5 years at Orlando Magic didn't do go well for his record, but he drafted well though. He He drafted okay. Let's say he drafted okay. Oladipo, they end, they ended up trading him. Right. Um, Payton, he's the he's the starting point guard still in Orlando. Who's the small uh, small forward? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Who else did he draft? Aaron. Um, oh yeah, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Right. He, he seemed like a decent player. He's and, all right. And even when he was with, uh, he did a stint with, with Joe Dumars, the Pistons. He was the main one who was for drafting Tayshawn Prince. Mm-hmm. Who you know all know was very important during that championship run, right. yes. Detroit. So he had some some good and bad, but um he had some people feel like you know that he was the reason why Steve Mills even paused the trade talks because you know what we got GM now. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of trying to work all this magic. I'm trying <laughs> to get Bledsoe and 37 picks and <laughs> one trade for Mills because I jumped the gun and signed Tim Hardaway Jr. for 71 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> My head hurts. I'm gonna try to get a. I'm gonna try to get a professional in here to help me out because I'm doing too much. And in my opinion, the Knicks organization did everything all the way backwards. Oh hell yeah! Because For sure. in my opinion, as soon as the season finished, Phil Jackson should have been out the door. Exactly. He should have been gone. They should right after been, the exit meetings. Exactly like right after should, the exit meetings. They should have never re-upped on Phil Jackson, especially if because because you have to think about it because now we see the Knicks where. They're trying to trade Mellon. They're like, oh, we're not getting the pieces that we want from Mellon. Now we want him to stay. Yeah, oh, my God, surprise. They knew <laughs> they, they knew this 
from when they were trying to trade him last season when Phil Jackson was here. So me seeing this right now, I'm like, look, this is what the Knicks should have done. Fire Phil Jackson as soon as the season was over. Bring in a new GM. A clean house. Bring, bring him, have, have him bring in his own people and build a, and, and pretty much build a new culture within the organization. Because I'm, because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not convinced that just Scott Perry coming is going to create a brand new culture because you still got a lot of the old front office people there. Yeah, man. If you watched the, you didn't watch the press conference, like you said, but he did say that starting tomorrow and going throughout the rest of the week or whatever, he was going to sit with all the staffers, mm-hmm. all the front office staffers. He said even down to the janitors. And he's going to evaluate people, see if he gets to bring people in. Do for the culture! The culture! Get them out! I mean, I just want to see the Knicks have success. I think he's going to do a good job just by the, the vibe that he gave off. Mm-hmm. It's very different from the Phil Jackson era. He's a very humble cat. Yeah. You know, he started off talking about his family for like five, ten minutes. You know, Phil Jackson didn't say none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave props to where props was due. You're right about that, man. It's definitely mm-hmm. a different vibe. Yeah. He was, he, like, first of all, he was just happy to be there. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, oh, my God, I'm working with the Knicks. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy to be Phil here. Phil was just like a grumpy-ass old yeah. man. <laughs> it's like, what the hell, man? Too much, too much arrogance, too much ego. Yeah. We, we know what we're doing. Clearly don't because you got fired, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm actually, I might, I might nickname this era the Obama era. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, you got two because, black guys. Wait, wait, exactly. I, I two black guys. Two, the first two. Wait, 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 wait. Mind you, guys, this is twelve midnight. We record right now, so my brain cells are really low. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks have hired the first black president and GM duo mm. ever in NBA history. That's what's up. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. That's what's up. You black, still black get power. criticized. <laughs> black power. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but making history. So you know what? I'm going to call them the Obamas because, you know, they're first black family. Yeah. <laughs> which, which one is Michelle, though? Oh, oh no. man. No. I mean, literally. Come no. on now. <laughs> but, um, but, Steve. Four. But, Steve. But, but back to Scott Perry, though. I do like the fact especially when Justin mentioned that he's talking to all the staff, even down to the janitors, because everyone knows clean bathrooms lead to success. Yes. Clean lavatories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't shit what you eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means. Anything, but it's not right at the time. But, uh, but I am going to finish my thought. Like, after they clean house, then I feel like, then I feel like if they should have known that, okay, we're not going to get much back from Melo. Why don't then they should have mended the relationship from there as soon as the new regime was brought in and not continue to try to trade Melo because you're just going to make the situation worse and you're, not, and you're, and you're, and you're going to make Melo not want to stay even more. You know what I mean? I, I completely agree with you. And um, you know what? Like The vibe I got from Scott Perry, he's so, he's so friendly and so like smiley. Yeah. And like approachable. I, yeah, I feel like, like he could be hug, the person you know to do I mean? that. He has the southern uh, accent. Right. Uh, not like the you know the the gear done type. Yeah. yeah. Or like, hey, come in my come in my home and have some biscuits type. Right. Of I, I, I don't know about no. I, I, I don't know about no hug though. I'll give him dap. I don't know I'm, about so, no I'm hug just though. saying. If you saw him talk, you would want to hug him though. I, I feel like he like you. Give me a I feel like he would be 
the person that could mend the relationship with Mello. Yeah, like he has that per. He seems like he has the personality. He seems like he has a people person personality. Right. Like, mm-hmm. He can tame. He can send him. In, like, I feel like you know, if there was a bomb, or there was a hostage situation, you right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you had to find somebody, like you. Go in Talk there. to that guy. Calm him down. Get the hostage. I feel like he's right. coming in. Hey man, how are you doing today? <laughs> like how's your day yeah, yeah it sure was hard for me too guy I tell you right. and then you know, next thing you know him and the guy are like walking out right. and exchanging war stories about come on uh, Scott bring Mellow back bring Mellow back exactly <laughs> if there's anybody who can maybe calm Mellow down off of first impression mm-hmm. it might be him mm. and from what I'm reading about him he seems like uh, everybody says he's personable everybody says he has a lot of connections around the league because he's so personable mm-hmm. and because he connects with the people. So, is a chance. I'm not. Now, this metal situation is, is, is disastrous. Disastrous. So, I'm not saying that it's a done deal mm-hmm. by all means that, you know, he can calm metal down if he's pissed off. But if anybody could do it, he might be one of them to do it. That's all I'm saying. That should be first on the agenda. Yeah, I hope so. They, they were beating around that question today. They didn't really want to give a direct answer. But I think mending a relationship with Melo should be first priority. If not, then trade him. That should be the first priority. Christoph Porzingis is on the contract. So whether or not, you know, he feels good about it or whatever, mend the relationship with Melo or trade him. Yes, that's that's one of the good things I feel about him. I feel like he, he culturized, he's a stark contrast from Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to bring more of a, like a, a friendlier environment. Basketball-wise... It can go either way. Right. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Cause there's good and bad in his resume. I think that's dependent on Jeff Hornacek, though. What offense are they gonna run this year? How are they gonna be defen- uh, defensively? It's not even that because he's he's in charge of bringing players in. Right. Mm-hmm. So okay. He, he's, okay. He's, he's he's had some good scouting moments like we we've discussed with Tayshawn and mm-hmm. um Oladuko, but he's also made some questionable moves as well. Mm-hmm. And he's like he brought in Ibaka. Hmm. I mean, I love Ibaka actually. Yeah, I like he's Ibaka. a good look, but, but he, he traded, traded him away really quickly. Tobias Harris, right? Would you yeah. trade away Tobias Harris for Ibaka? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a, a three-team trade, huh? Because I mean, Tobias Harris went to the Detroit Pistons, right? right? So that was that, that a three-team trade? Yeah, he basically basically what happened was he traded Tobias to clear cap. Okay. All right. To get Ibaka. Oh, I, and at the time, when I'm looking at the virus, especially when he's playing in this, He was I'm about like, to was, be a free agent. Yeah, he's yeah. about to be a free agent. Yeah. I feel like he was killing this. So I'm like, maybe he should have worked to keep him, or maybe they, I don't know. I don't know if he felt like they wasn't going to be able to keep him, or they had to pay too much to keep him, and he wasn't mm-hmm. worth it. Right. But, could have been a questionable. And just his track record and all that alone, he was there for how many years? I don't know. Five years, I think? Something like that. So, and they haven't gone anywhere for five years. Very true. So they haven't gone even longer than that, right? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, probably since that year when they made the finals with Dwight Howard and they had Hito Turkoglu and all those guys. Exactly. So he did. He hasn't done well in Orlando, but he's like he's gone had a good start with Sacramento, and he's he's been integral in building up uh, the Pistons and. Being part of that championship run and even just being in the Eastern Conference Finals for six years. That was a long time ago. Though. That was, I mean... That was over ten years ago. But I don't know. So I don't know. I like his philosophy. Right. I like I like how he wants to bring in cultural players, players who want to do well and players mm-hmm. who have good character. But I don't know about the basketball decisions. Up and down. 
I'm gonna remain hopeful. Can't be worse than Phil or Isaiah. Yeah, can't be. So, yeah, that's true. Definitely can't be worse than Isaiah, but can't be worse than Phil. Basketball moves, I'm not sure. It could be either way. Culturally, like as far as it's not gonna be a circus. That's the one thing I'm not worried about. Right. Yeah. Like if you saw the GM, uh, the cash conference today, you know it's not gonna be a circus. He handles his business. Yeah, which is a good thing. Exactly. Now, did you? I know Ron didn't catch it, but you. you I caught, did. You caught I did. The, I caught the press conference and I caught the interview on Michael K. Show. So, what did you think about the? I guess the, we'll, we'll talk about how. What did you think about the interview? Because I didn't even catch that one. Well, the interview was cool. He basically reiterated what he said in the press conference, but the questions because in the press conference, the questions were same questions were asked about fifty times about fifty different ways. But yeah. Michael K. asked more, I want to say, basketball-related questions. Mm. More so about um, Melo, how you're going to mend the relationship. What would you do differently from the Melo, from the from the Phil regime, uh, front office? Uh, what are you going to do with the staff? Like he said, he was going to meet with them. Right. Um, Steve Mills, what is the relationship going to be like? Who's calling the shots? Who's making the final calls? Right. To you me, know? it seems like it was, was going to be like a, uh, a joint effort when I was right. at the it was like a tag team type of thing. And I thought one word that they used a lot today between all three of them were in line. They were all in line together with the same message, with the same message yes. and, and same philosophy going into the future, which I think is great. And, I, and I also, I want to say this really quickly. I thought in, in Steve Mills' opening statement, he kind of took a little shot at Phil even though most people probably didn't catch it. I caught it. But when he said they're going to try to be consistent in what they preach, what they teach, and, and what they want the organization to be, which was athleticism, uh, defense, and accountability. Yeah. They, they, they're going to try to preach that, be consistent, and use that as a model for everything that they do going down the line. And I think that was a shot at Phil, but it's also good to hear yeah, man, like, the, the press conference in general was very positive. Yeah, very um, reassuring. The philosophy, the way they seem like they're going to be able to communicate with everybody seemed like a very stark contrast. It seemed like they're all going to be on the same page. And right. it seemed that they just seemed, it's just, they said all the right things. Right, they did. At all the right things. It, it was kind of like they, they read cards. Well, they were coached, but it, it, it felt from an honest place. Right. Yeah. So, overall, I thought the press conference was pretty good. Right. Um, I was excited. I walked, I walked away from that very excited and hopeful for the future of the Knicks. Also, what I would like to say is they curved a lot of questions. They did. They did. And Steve Mills, for sure. And you know what? It makes for crappy news. Right, because <laughs> you didn't really, you didn't really get much. But no, what you got was hope. No. It makes a crappy news and crappy podcast. Right. I'm just playing. It makes a crappy news, but at the same time, it makes for a good organization. Right. Because one thing that I really hated Phil did, and what they emphasized they were weren't going to do is, they said that they would disagree, and argue, amongst each other. They did that publicly. One thing publicly. Did, yes. He I was publicly arguing. No. Keep it in house. Yes. Argue in house. Right. And we'll mesh, we'll mend that in house. Right. Keep that away from the public. And I I love that message. Right. 
And that's one of the things that I, I, I love. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. So that's um that interview though, that, that press conference touched on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um one of the biggest things is uh Steve Mills comments on of course youth, athleticism, mm-hmm. defense, and accountability. Mm-hmm. And I also like to say there's gonna focus on player development. Right. Not just the young players. Veteran players. The veteran players. Yep. Old Courtney Lee's knees. Well, Courtney's not even that old. He's good. He's still dunking on I think he, he. I think he was mostly talking about Melo if he stays. Yeah. So that was. That was refreshing. You know, I want to say something too. I, I think Steve Mills is a funny cat, because if I don't know if you guys saw the video of him in summer league watching the video of Melo and he started laughing from when Melo did that two thirty AM workout. So we talked about that. Yeah. Mm. We talked about that. I'm not sure if he was actually laughing at the video. Yeah, I don't or, or was it th- because it was two thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. whatever. I think he happened to have the video playing and then he turned to to, to Gaines and then Gaines told him like a knock knock joke. <laughs> and he was like ha, 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 Sure. Was and then sure. the video. I mean, but we know purposes of the show. He looked at the video and laughed at Melo. Working now, you want to, for jokes, you can say that. Right. He's he's laughing at Melo. Melo, we we appreciate your work ethic, bro. <laughs> yes, we, we appreciate. Just just stay here. Don't do it to go to somewhere else. Matter of fact, on IG, um, what's that dude's name again? His trainer was is it Brickley? Chris yeah, yeah, Brickley, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he, matter of fact, he posted another hooded Melo video today. I didn't see that. I saw yeah. Joel Embiid though. Oh nah, he did post another Melo video. Okay. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta see that. Is he working out for the Knicks? Did Mel- Did Melo watch the press conference? Uh, I, don't I don't know. Probably, probably didn't. Jump shots. <laughs> probably didn't. But I, I hope he did watch it though. I hope so too. But I mean, if you if you watch the jump shot, he would know that. Um, uh, during the during the press conference, uh, Steve Mills was talking about his pullout game. Mm. <laughs> oh man! Steve Mills pullout game was strong. <laughs> Pause. I have, a, I have a serious question, real quick. Whatever happened to the rumors that he got some stripper pregnant? Oh, Mellow. Mellow, yeah. Well, whatever happened with that? I mean, it see, it seems to be true. I mean, I don't know whether the I don't know whether the ladies are stripper or not because there's mixed reports. But um, I heard she's a stripper with a degree. She's like a, a Dookie Hauser of strippers. I did hear that, but <laughs> that went away really quickly, which made which led me to believe that it wasn't true. I think it is because Mel because I think they talked to La the other day. Was it on was it on Hot ninety seven or something like that? That was yeah, that was a while ago. Right? I had seen her on Hot ninety seven, yeah. Breakfast something Club, happened. and Wendy. Yeah, something definitely happened. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. If he, I don't know. If the, I don't know if the girl's pregnant or not, but somehow he he yeah he messed up. He messed up. Well, I'm I'm sure if he, he if he had gotten somebody pregnant, I don't know if any chick would stay. And Lala would be pregnant too. Did you see Power? Oh, <laughs> oh damn! I've watched it several oh, times, damn. and there, it wasn't one scene like last year. It was two. The oh. one, the the scene from last night was nice. Like, like I already know Melo nice. watched Power. Nah, man. I already know, yo. <laughs> I'll move on from that because uh. she went from uh, chocolate dude to vanilla ice cream. Yup. In jungle. one season. She got jungle fever. Yo, shout out to Spike Lee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, man, oh man. Damn, yo, Jesse, you got us. I'm sorry. It's your fault. I, I had to ask because <laughs> I, that's been on my mind, man. I want Melo to succeed in life, man. But yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, he's already succeeding. But I want Melo to live a prosperous life and win a championship yeah, for right. New York. But 
Wait, but one thing that, that Steve told about is that Mello, he can see Mello. Hold on, let me see if you get this exact quote right. Cause I don't know. Our view is, if this is an opportunity that works for Carmelo, I'm talking about trading Carmelo now, and it works for us, then we're looking for some type of trade. But we also feel that Carmelo can easily be a part of our team next year. I believe that. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. I mean, it's quite possible. I mean, if you look at, I mean, if you look at the Mellow workout tape, my man Mellow slimmed down. He looked like a slim gym right now. Yeah, he slimmed down two years ago too. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. He was still I... slow. <laughs> he needs to be working on. I mean, what should I? I shouldn't tell him what he should be doing because I'm not a basketball player. But You're he's not... looking. He's looking a little slow out there, bro. Oh. All, all I'm saying is that my man Melo slimmed down and he looked like he ready for some up-tempo offense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we need some defense, though. Yeah, well, we need yeah. some defense. Well, yeah, that is true. We definitely need some defense. And they definitely said they will be working on defense. That's what's up. That's and what's accountability. up. And accountability. Right. Not only that, after he made that quote about Melo, he also said that um, whether Melo is here or not, they will be developing young players. Right. Whether he's here or if he isn't here. Yes. Close first. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and pl- see, that, that hurt that I was... Is, <sighs> all right, you know what? Mel needs to go. I'm sorry. Oh, come he on. <laughs> no, I because if you look at the direction the franchise is going in, like, the, he's not going... Like, they're not planning on winning a championship within a year or two. Yeah, I mean... And I'm a Melo fan, too. Everybody knows I'm a Melo, a Melo fan, but it's best for him to go somewhere He else. ain't winning a chip if he goes to the Rockets either, so... I know, but he's going to be in the playoffs. Who knows what's going to be Very there? true. Very true. I'm, I, is that coming from a place where you want to see Melo succeed, or is it just coming from a place where you just want to see the Knicks move forward? It's just, it's just best for yeah, both. Yeah, I think it's okay. both. It's both. It's both at this point. And, and, and when, when the report came out that the, the Knicks were at the two-yard line in terms of a trade, mm-hmm. I was feeling that, too. But now that we have Scott Perry and, you know, trade talks were, were hauled, I, I think I, I got a bit of hope from that, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's going to depend on what Melo wants to do. Because, I mean, if Melo realistically wants to win a championship, it can't, it's, not, it's not here. He's going to have right to now. find a way nah, to get man. to the Warriors because it probably ain't going to happen. Oh, man, that, that would be crazy. And the defense with Tim Hardaway and Melo here at the same time is going to be, I don't know, man, it's going to be crazy. Right. But spe- yo, speaking of Tim Hardaway, though, one thing that was also interesting is t- Steve Mills called Tim Hardaway 12.01 a.m. in the morning. He was the first person he called. I was, very, I was very shocked at that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say why, because he why? ain't a scrub. He ain't a scrub, but we got to think realistically. Who, right? are, who are the Knicks really going to get? I mean, yeah, it's true, but so, I, I don't know, man. So, so all that about Justin, Justin Hollywood was not even a, a... He was option five. I was very surprised that he went back to the Bulls. Nine million dollars. I mean, they suck, though. Now, and their organization is... That organization might be more dysfunctional than the Knicks at this point. It, 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 I mean, it's getting there. <laughs> not only that, but Scott Perry said he co-signed that move. He was applauding that move from Sacramento. Right. So because... Steve Mills made a point in saying that $16 million is the average rate for a starting two guard. Starting shooting guard, right? 
<laughs> he, as Melo's gone, he probably is going to start. He probably going to play the three. Probably going to be the three. They're trying to mold him into a starting shooting Where? guard. I'm not sure if he's a starting shooting guard. Well, well now? I'm, I'm not even sure if it's shooting guard right now. He'd probably be playing small for us since we still have it, it, Courtney it, Lee. It's, it's a maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to move Courtney Lee to the small forward or the shooting guard, but it could go either way, though. Definitely right. So who, who knows? But that was one of the things that I... That was a, that was that stood out to me. What also stood out was um, Perry. He will get the the, the room to make basketball decisions. I hope. <laughs> he he also, better. He also will be able to bring on other staff members. Right. Oh yes. Which is very surprising because the report was maybe David Griffin just wanted to get rid of the whole staff. That's the thing. I don't think I'm not sure he'd be able to fire staff. Mm. But I think he'll be able to bring on staff. because he did. Very different. He did say he he did he actually did say that he was gonna try to bring people in. He didn't say that he was gonna remove folks. He did say that he was gonna try to bring people in. So that that could be something as to what you were just saying. Right. And there's gonna be a group a group effort in basketball decisions as well. Right. So there's gonna be like him and Steve Mills making decisions together. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just hope that they're on the same page and they're not thinking differently about things. That's the only thing I hope for. And they're, actually, they're all in line. Yeah. Actually, they, they, they want different thoughts. I, I, I'm actually from the school of I like different ideas. Someone to challenge, you know. Right. They, they're yeah. like, they want to argue it out, have different schools of thought, and then come up to a, a decision that way, which right. I agree with. But it seems like they kind of think alike because they both wanted to go for Hardwood for $71 million, which... I don't know. I kind of question both of them, actually. Can be worse than Joe Kim, though. No, it's no, not well, worse it's than Joe definitely Kim. Definitely not worse. Because Joe Kim is at least old. Yeah. And, and, and like, suspended for how many games? Like 20 games. And he's going to be suspended for like the first, like, what? Like, 11, but he worked. Like okay, 11. Season also? That 50% trade kicker, though, man. Lord, Jesus Christ. 15, right? Yes. That they gave Tim Hardaway Jr. I, I don't know about that, too, but... But you know, we're not we're not at, we're not at that point man. yet. We're not that we're not at that point yet. Yeah, we put it all he on probably man. will flourish and become, hopefully, a a, a great starting guard on he our team. Average twenty plus. That's all I'm saying. Play some defense. I need to, I need you to very, develop very one other skill besides scoring. Very true. One, just one. But they said that was a thing that that he focused on, or the excuse me, the the coaching staff in Atlanta focused on for him. Right. So he, he has potential. He has potential. Yeah. He, he's definitely gonna. He's definitely gonna have to up that two point eight rebounds a game, those two point two assists per game. He's definitely gonna have to up those stats. Right, right. And what also was very interesting was Jeff Hornacek. Um, well, for one, you know what? Separate from Jeff Hornacek, I, I feel like they dodged some question. They said that even though they said that um, even though Phil Jackson is gone, that Steve Mills would have picked Frank Frank um to the Kena. Over Dennis Smith Jr. After watching Dennis Smith, he looks like a jacket, and I don't really like that. He's he's definitely a terrific scorer, but you know I'd I'd rather see defense for our Knicks. I feel you. I mean, it's I'm not I'm a whole judgment until I see Frank. Right. Yeah. But from my point, in my opinion, he couldn't say anything else but that because you can't play your your. The guy you drafted in front of the media. Right. That's like a field yeah. move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I... There's a culture change, so we're not going to diss the guy we drafted. I was happy with that pick. That was the guy that I wanted them to pick. 
other than the obvious choices, Lonzo, Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, right, right. you know, Darren Fox. Yeah. But I think for for what we had left on the table, I thought that was a good pick. Yeah, I thought. It was I'm. A I'm. I'm I don't think they should have picked Malik Monk because that's not what the Knicks needed, and it just wasn't what the Knicks needed. And a lot of people were mad about that. I noticed on Facebook, mm-hmm. yeah, on the night of the a lot of people were mad because Malik Monk was still on the board. But I, I, I think Frank will turn out to be something good, man. I think so, yeah, too. I think so, too. Bo- dude can ball, man. But, yeah. But this, they both seem to line with Frank, at least in public. Right. <laughs> the, the only thing I hope is I just hope Knicks fans be patient with Frank. That's all I hope. Word, man. Just don't just boo this, man. Patience and, the Nick, and, and Nick fans don't go in the same sentence. They, they don't, but I mean. Which, I is, which is understandable. I mean, we, we lose for 10 years, but that's another story. More, <laughs> more than <laughs> we, we that. Been <laughs> also, the Jeff Hornacek thing is interesting, too, because it seemed like they were all in unison in what they wanted, defense, athleticism. But what also I, I seemed that I like from Jeff Hornacek, what he mentioned, is it seemed like they're entering new wrinkles into their development of the players. Like, they made mm-hmm. it seem like it's going to be more competitive. Mm-hmm. They said right. they're going to try some new things. They're going to have more one-on-ones after games. They're going to be pitting guys against each other more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So things like building that. Up, building up that culture. Building up that like, culture. I like that. I, I hope that they tape the Frank versus El Presidente matchup. I want to see that pay-per-view. I want to see that. <laughs> pay-per-view. Take his jig. Yo, play him for his spot, yo. Play him for his spot, Frank. Play, pl- play Baker for his Come spot. Come on, Ron Burgundy. Take it. Take it from him, boy. Ron Burgundy. But we still need... And he, uh, Jeff also emphasized defense, but I don't... We still need a better defense. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Fire Kurt Rambis. Please, man. Fire Rambis. Get him out of here. Be gone. But the but the one positive though is that you have just you have Jeff Hornacek, who is good at coaching point guards. So that's a, so I do think that's another positive for Frank that he has a coach that's actually played point guard and knows how to you know coach point guards up and everything. So I think that's also another positive right there. Definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen this year. Yeah. Extremely excited. Just like last year and the year before. <laughs> and the year before that. Yeah, we always have hope, and then it quickly just crashes down as the season goes. I, I don't think it will this year because expectations aren't high. Yeah. But I do think with the talent that we have, the young talent, the prospect of Melo being traded or not being traded, and the front office, I think we have something to be excited about. Definitely. I mean, I like the culture change. Um, I'm flip-floppy on, on, on Perry's uh, basketball decisions, but I'm going to... Remain hopeful. He did some good things in Sacramento. That was his latest project. I I was I wish that he did all that thing, all those things for us before he got to Sacramento, because now there's no point guards left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he signed George Hale in Sacramento, but you know. Yeah. Hopefully he can work some magic and you know what? Remain hopeful that things will start to move in the right direction this season. Yes. I'm I'm I mean I'm still a bit hesitant because as I said, I would have preferred the whole front office to be washed, gone. Fired, deleted. Bye. Bye. But you know, everything about the next season be deleted. (laughs) Pretty much. But you know, I'm I'm gonna give Scott Perry. Obviously, I'm gonna give Scott Perry a chance, and I'm just hoping that they just really give him the power to just really have influence in these decisions, and and not try to like face him out and and the Knicks front office just do the same old BS that they normally do. That's what I'm just hoping for. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So, 
I think we covered everything there is to cover. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Anything? I don't think um, so. Not that I know of. Oh, I got a question for you, Ryan. Does the streak continue? The streak. Which streak? The bro pick streak. Oh, the bro pick streak. Bruh. I don't know if we have any. Do we have any bro streaks? Bruh. 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 Do we have any bro picks this week? Is anything I, dumb I, happen? I do have a bro pick. Actually. Oh, the streak continues. Yeah. Now that I think about it, but it, it, it's not basketball though. Oh, you have to go out to sport. Yeah, <laughs> it's football. Ezekiel Elliott. What's going on with him? My man's come on now. First, wait, first of all, he's not my man's because he's a cowboy. I'm a Giants fan. Get that straight. Yeah, I got to get that straight. But, I mean, this dude, he has a domestic violence thing hanging over his head. And he just keeps on doing a lot of dumb stuff. And now recently, supposedly, um, he was seen punching some dude out at a bar. Damn. Sheesh. In Dallas the other night. Damn. And now it seems like the NFL is going to come down on him and he might get suspended like a good, like, maybe two or four games. Two to four games before the season starts. Wow. So, I mean, and, and he's and he's pretty much the Dallas Cowboys offense. So, well, I mean, that's a wrap for you guys. <laughs> I mean, they got Dak, Dak Prescott, you know. Yeah, yeah, but he fed off that running game, though. So, I mean... I mean, hey, it's, I mean, it's good for the Giants. We face them. We face a week one. You already know we own that team. So I'm a Steelers fan, so I don't really give it. <laughs> well, good bro, giant bro for that guy. Yes, Bruh. Bruh. Let's go Steelers. Le'Veon Bell, we'll get you an extension like next year, buddy. We'll All get right. you an extension. All right. Still getting paid though that twelve mil. Shoot. Right. So um, I think that's it. This is that's a wrap. Yeah, All right. Much. Oh, the IGs. Yes, uh, damn, I guess I go first. Um, my IG is J L S Draws Things, J E L L I S D R A W S T I A T I, I mean T H. I can't, it was midnight, y'all. T H I N G S. J L S Draws Things. Catch some artwork. Catch me. Dope artwork. Dope artwork. Yes. I do it for the people, for the culture, just like Scott Perry. Yeah, mm. for the culture. <laughs> no agendas. Hey, words. <laughs> no agendas, Phil. <laughs> Triangle. Yes, yeah. yes. You can catch me at IG at Sir, Sir G is chilling. Uh, C is late. My fault, people. C A. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. As you know, I be dropping blogs and stuff like that. Be on the lookout. Later this week, I'm going to drop something, you know. Sergi is chilling. Yep. <laughs> 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 where, can, where, can, where can they find you at? Y'all can find me on IG, just on drums, J-U-S-S-O-N-D-R-U-M-S. If you couldn't tell, he's a drummer. <laughs> yes. He be, killing, he, be killing, he be killing the covers, the drum covers, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, y'all I was excited, man. I was excited. It happens, man. Yeah, true that. Don't let me down, please. It happens to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> and we doing this for the culture, just like yes. Scott Perry, just like Dolan said. He said it's going to be better because, you know, he signed Scott Perry and it's going to be a culture change. We doing it for the culture. I don't believe a word that dude says. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, he said he's going to stay out the next way again. 
So hopefully he does that again. Well, you know, this just, time... Unless, unless Scott Perry does something crazy. This time, his his stepping in was necessary. It was too late, yeah. but it was very necessary. Like two months too late. And I want to say, <laughs> so, say something real quick, and I don't want this to go on too long, but I want to say this real quick. The timing of of extending Phil Jackson's contract was so weird. It was dumb. Yeah. And then you fire him, uh, like, less than a month later. Yeah, like, they extended his contract at the three-year mark Jeez. to five years, and then fire him two months later. This is hilarious. Now you got to pay this dude. You just kicked yourself in the butt, because exactly. now you got to pay this dude for another two years. $24 million. It cost him $24 Fool. million dollars extra to have him two months. Fool. You see what it was, man? Can I get $24 million in two months? I wish. <laughs> Yo, man, we do this podcast right, maybe we can at least get $5 or something. True that. <laughs> Speaking of that, buy those tickets. Yes. Get our products on thenickatimepodcast.com. Help us out. We start from the bottom. We trying to get there. Yes. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we here. We doing this for the Knicks fans. We doing this for the culture. Yes. Yes. And you know what? We out. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>